0: Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sari coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast, and welcome to all of you, of whatever, whatever you're watching or listening. Uh, to this podcast in any platform any part of the world welcome and happy friday definitely it's always fun to have friday so as usual on fridays i lay my guard down and i talk about the things that you know are, are more geeky you know definitely things that are more um that we really enjoy and we have fun memories and uh all about everything i do here is about fun memories about remembering uh comics about remembering Movies about remembering, uh, great cartoons about remembering, you know all the stuff that we grew up back in the '80s and '90s, and things that were definitely um, were defining moments for us. And one of those defining moments, I, I think, at least for me. Uh, in the 90s, uh, when we're talking about television and animated series, was the X-Men, the animated series. Uh, the X-Men was a, I would say a landmark of the 90s. When you think about the 90s and you think about, you know, comics and you think about television and movies, there were so many great stuff, video games. But when I think about, um, pretty much the icons of the nineties. When I think about cartoons that really define the generation, in, in my opinion, I'm looking at uh, the, the Batman animated series, I'm looking at the X-Men animated series, and also I'm looking at the Spider-Man animated series. Those three series were extremely important in the nineties to really cemented um, these characters, and I would say in pop culture, even more than you know the comics even more. You know, a lot of people that cannot afford to buy the comics were able to be introduced to a lot of these characters through the television shows. And uh, which is an, is always a, a great thing. Now, the reason I'm talking about it today, because throughout this month, since the beginning of the month, and I'll probably have the links for you uh, in the description below, there are some talks and some discussions and some insiders are mentioning that they're, right now the, uh, the actual producers of the original TV show are in talks with Disney, and they're already uh, in really in-depth talks in regards to bringing the X-Men back. Now, as we know, Disney, of course, now that he took over uh, all this show, Through Century, you know the Fox, and you know everything that was owned by Fox. Now they have their rights again to this show, so and of course they're they're sending them out. You know they're everywhere. Uh, I I will not surprise that we get a Blu-ray very soon of this, uh, which I'm looking forward. I definitely like it because I do have the collection, the DVD collection. Uh, Those that are watching this on YouTube, you can see right here. This is my X-Men Animated Series collection. I have the entire DVD collection, and I love it. And also have the digital version. I enjoy the digital version as well. Um, But I I would like to see this in Blu-ray uh at least something that has been remastered like they did with uh, you know warner brothers did did with uh, batman animated series that would be fantastic and i think that's something that it would be great for this series too because this is an icon you know they ca- it came out in the same year as batman animated series it was 1992 now the batman animated series came out in uh, september and the x-men came in november and there were of course air and fox kids um you definitely, they're icons. You know, people love them. People remember them so vividly. And I remember I enjoyed this so much. You know, watching every Saturday. You know, I even watched. You know, the the Spanish version, uh, and also the American version. And I enjoy them very much, both of them. They're fantastic. Of course, re- great adaptations of the comics. Uh, and I was going through all of that, you know, all this and there's talks. And there's been a lot of news in regards to it that they even trying to bring some of the old cast, some of the voice actors, and they want to pick up where they left off. So that means that, you know, they're going to pick up on in season six. So they're going to expand the stories and bring more stories, which I, I like the idea in part. And uh, I, and this the podcast, I really uh, I want to share how I feel about it because because part of me feels comfortable with it, and part of me doesn't feel as comfortable with just continue on with the same thing. Because to be honest with you, they did a fantastic job in adapting some of the greatest stories of the X Men. You know, they adapted this. You know, so much. You know, from you know stories from Stanley, stories from uh, Roy Thomas, stories from uh, from Chris Claremont, who to me is the godfather of the X Men and also from Louis Simon's and stories like the apocalypse stories. All of that, of course, are stories that they were adapted from there. They did such a fantastic job, and they encompassed it in these five seasons a lot of fantastic stories. Uh, even Jim Lee stories, you know, like with John Byrne. You know, they did a fantastic job uh, in doing the adaptation. So what else can they add? It might be something probably on the newer sense of the, the newer X-Men. You know, they have so much room for that, that part of the X-Men, and they can continue on, but not necessarily keen on really going back and redoing the same thing because even though this is a fantastic show and it was a fantastic show for the time, you know, it was not, I would say, um, in today's standard, it wouldn't be groundbreaking anymore. Uh, it would be something, you know, like probably just a continuation that it is lackluster in the delivery. Now, when you think about this show, you have to go back to kind of the beginning. You know, it was back in 1989 when there was a pilot called X-Men Pride of the X-Men, which actually became the foundation for the X-Men the, by Konami, the arcade, which is a fantastic arcade. Uh, one that I recommended recently on, on arcades that I would like to see back again uh, through arcade 1UP or even through uh, new consoles, home consoles. A fantastic game. So that was the foundation for that. That was a fantastic, uh, that was the pilot. Pilot, but it didn't pan out that was 1989 it was until 1992 with definitely that's when the show went live and it was and you know technically they took some of the elements from that pilot they improved it for of course for kids you know and um, they they clean some stuff out but there's something about that show is that it was very very mature in tone in comparison to things that were prior to it um they had some maturity level you know they talk about issues you know things issues that have always been in the paper on the x-men and they talk it of course they Presented to kids, uh, but it was done in a very tactful way, which is something that I really enjoy. You know, they talk about race, they talk about AIDS epidemic, they talk about, um, you know, a lot of things, you know, that, you know, today in, in today's standard, you know, we get to see a lot, but sometimes they shove in our faces in a way that is. Disrespectful, but they did it in a tactful way to make kids think about those things and also adults. Because I remember back in those days, I was watching this show, but my dad was also watching the show with me. He enjoyed anything that has to do with Marvel. He was a Marvel fan. He's still a Marvel fan, and so he enjoyed the show as as much as I did. Um, so it was a message that not only for kids but also for the parents. And so it was an enjoyable show experience. It wasn't perfect in the animation department. The animation was done in. in South korea it has the the asian vibe uh, the anime style and uh but it still was created for you know in this case for the western audience now recently uh there was a video there was a panel by screen junkies uh is that uh channel here on youtube that reviews movies and screen junkies they have in this panel uh, it, it was a great cast i would say they had i think the script writer for uh the x-men first class they also have some other other person from i think dc i don't know what he was doing there actually he is a person that has a channel with dc i think i don't know like here on youtube but they also have this couple uh of people that were the script writers uh of the original animated uh, x-men show and uh, very lovely couple uh, and they're talking about their experiences and this panel is more about reviewing the entirety of the X Men movie uh, franchise, and they're reviewing it from their perspective, how they feel about it. It was fun, you know. I, I kind of like it. It was interesting. There wasn't much mention of the comic book writers, and unfortunately, um, there was no. They didn't invite them. And it, it sounded, uh, you know, they sounded very lovely. I love some information they provided. But even the the person that was holding the mic, the person that is holding the the hosting the panel, he's kind of give them given them credit to those writers as they were the creators uh entire creators of the x-men and if it's like the movies you know took all of this from the the from their show, which in part is true, because actually when you ask the people that created the X-Men, they say they took a lot of inspiration from the, in this case, from the TV series, which is technically the, one of the main reasons why the X-Men, uh, the movie franchise, has always been watered down, because it was already watered down through the, the TV show, and then of course the movie is a watered down version of the TV series. So you can see why is it that they're so different from, you know, there's so much difference between the movies and of course the comics is because, you know, technically there was a disconnect in the middle. It was actually the animated series for good and bad, the one that it was that you know, pretty much the foundation for the movie franchise. So uh going back to what I was saying with this uh panel, it was uh, it was interesting, but I felt a little bad that they didn't really give so much credit to the comic book writers, you know, because they're the ones, the real unsung heroes that really created these six stories that later on, you know, were adapted for the TV series and a lot of people were able to finally understand who the X Men were. You know, we had the opportunity because even myself, I can say, you know that. You know, I didn't, I couldn't afford as a kid to buy every single comic book, even as a teenager. So um, the, the the in this case, the TV series was another way to really kind of get in the know a lot of stuff and older stories uh, from the X Men. It definitely was a way to be introduced into it, and of course, going into the comic part. And even in the 90s, there was actually some uh, series. A spin-off series in the comics based on the, the this x-men not necessarily the uncanny x-men but the x-men of the, of the of the tv show which you know it really tells how popular the x-men became it is undeniable that the x-men animated series uh really set the stage for the x-men for pretty much the years uh, for years you know it it became the foundation and and its legacy lives on you know people love it you know and you know when I was really going through the comments at first I was a bit offended I would say and I'm going to be honest uh, that people didn't really mention much about in this case the the writers of the comic book stories but then I realized something it hit me I think after a day thinking and analyzing it um, it really hit me and I said you know what a lot of people didn't have the opportunity to read comics and, uh, the show became that outlet where they were able to know about these characters and ultimately became fans for life. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong to be a fan like that. You know, I'm not, I would say, a purist. I'm not the type of person that's trying to put down people for what they do. Um, Whatever way you come to know the characters is good a lot of people got to know Batman through the Batman animated series uh, simple as that and uh, which is good it's fine um, you know and uh, of course now as you get older then you're you know getting into the comics and a lot of people that are more into comics even myself as I got older I was able now that I can afford it I able to get into the comics that I never was able like, was never able to afford as a kid and uh, i'm able to read some other stories now after so many years and it really enriches my life you know i couldn't afford every single comic book story nobody could and um it's good that we have the opportunity now to see all this and of course the animated series was a really a conductor for people to know that and i really appreciate that now like i was saying earlier i would love to see the cartoon back again I would not like to see it, um, you know, a continuation. I feel that that was just goal, Leave it like that. It was fantastic. But I would love to see the show to be reimagined for today's standards, but also to maintain some of that core elements that made that original series so great. To really make it uh, unique. Maybe start from the beginning, from the beginning of the X-Men, how the X-Men were created and taken on. You know, there's always some great takes on it because the anime series was not the only, I would say, the only X-Men show that I really enjoyed. I think after that, I really enjoyed X-Men Evolution. X-Men Evolution was a fantastic show as well that really in the 2000s really marked the generation as well. It was a fantastic produced show. Uh, And then, of course, you got Wolverine and the X-Men, which is a more modern version. I really like Wolverine and the X-Men because it's more like the, the... more closer a newer adaptation of the Wolverine now pretty much the headmaster at the you know Xavier Institute, which is an a new thing. But I would love to see this going back to the beginning of the X Men, uh, you know, going back to how everything started and work from there, and actually make an adaptation and also bring some of the stories that were missing on the TV show because they didn't have the opportunity, you know. So they kind of uh, you know slightly adapted, uh, but they adapted a lot of stories, and every single episode is an adaptation of some comic book story. So it would be great if they adapted again uh, and, you know, bring all the characters as well. You know, we had some great characters, you know, like uh, in there, you know, also characters that were unique from that and characters that became very popular. Even the Japanese intro that, you know, the show aired in Japan between 1994 and 1996 is fantastic. It's different, it's very manga-like, it's very Japanese, very anime. Um, It's just cool, you know? And that really reminds us that this show was so important, you know. That even uh, it really broke those barriers of even cultural barriers uh, through nations. You know, when you talk about the animated series of X Men, you know, people were watching there all around the world. Latin America, it was a very popular thing in Latin America. I remember that because I live in Mexico as a kid, and you know, I traveled to Latin America, other countries, Central America as well as a kid because my my mother is from Central America, and uh, people were in love with the show. You know, people love the show. You know, the 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 toy lines, all that stuff. And but people in Africa, people in Asia, you know, which is always a market for you know in this case western uh, cartoons they were watching it you know and uh, it really tells you how powerful the the show was you know and the characters then themselves and that's thanks to you know to the writers of the comic stories but also to the work done by this um the script writers that really adapted great stories because there are great stories they adapted to the television uh, for a younger audience and they were more broad in the in the approach to it and uh, people enjoy it and i still enjoy it to this day to the point that people are willing to see a season six, whether the season six comes out or whether they start fresh, I'm all for it. You know, I really love it, and definitely the legacy lives on. And will always live on for me. I always enjoy the show. But what is your opinion? Do you have any fun memories of the, the TV show? Is there a particular episode? A particular thing that you enjoy about it? There were a lot of things to enjoy about the show. I would like to hear your uh, opinion in the comments below. So once again, thanks for watching. If you're doing this in YouTube. And thanks for listening. If you're doing it through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox. TuneIn, and Spotify. Thank you for the support. And once again, God bless and have a great weekend. I'll talk to you again. Bye bye.